When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the spacious Forever Dog Studios in downtown Los Angeles and the satellite Forever Dog Studios in Baltimore, Maryland, this is And now your hosts, Dan Gill and Eric Dorian. Wow! Welcome to Groomzilla's. All you wetheads out there, we got another fine, great... Oh, episode of Groomzilla is coming at you right now. Dan, what's up, Hashtag dude? Hashtag get wet, Eric. Hashtag stay wet. Audience and wet heads. How are you? Groomzilla's. Eric, I am good. Thanks for asking. How are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. What if I told you we are 17 days away, as of this recording, 17 days away from Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding day on 19 May? Yeah. 2018. We, we're getting pretty close. Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to wear because yeah. I was waiting on the them announcing the the Met Gala theme. Okay. Um, and so the Met Gala theme came out and it's like some fucking it's essentially Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet 1997. Oh, that sounds good actually. Yeah. And I I mean I have a fucking closet full of that shit. Yeah. So, I'm Nothing just new for you. I'm going to repurpose what I'm going to wear to the Met Gala. I'm going to turn into a suit. And that's what I'm going to wear. So what you're wearing to the Met Gala isn't a suit? No. It's more of an installation. <laughs> okay. Is there a statement you're making? What, what is the theme? I, you don't remember for Met Gala? Uh, it's, uh, what is it? It's Catholicism. It's like romantic. It's like literature and Catholicism, I think. It's basically, but it it is like Romeo and Juliet's. Okay, so you're going to do an installation there, and then you're just going to fashion that into a, a well, I'm gonna suit? I'm going to be an installation. That's oh, it. Like, okay. what I'm wearing is an installation. What you're wearing makes you and what you're wearing together an installation. Yes. And then you turn that into a double-breasted suit, single-breasted? Yeah. Double-breasted. Okay. Um, I like a slim-cut double-breast. Yeah. Very yeah. uh, Roger Sterling. Right. Yes. Um, okay. So you're, I didn't, because I thought we've been talking about the Royal Wedding for a few weeks now mm-hmm. here on Groomzilla's mm-hmm. and we, mm-hmm. we all know you're going, but I thought, I didn't think you were actually going to the ceremony itself. I no, thought I'm you not. were going, you're going no, to no, make no. the room all cute with Pippa for yeah. Harry and um, Megan. This, right? this is just cause, because Megan's like, I know you're not coming, but will you get dressed up anyway? And I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, so, okay. Yeah. So, um, this is just what I'll be wearing for the live stream. Okay, great. Great. Yeah. Well, I'm great. I'm glad you brought that up because if you're curious about this mm-hmm. royal wedding, if you're going to be watching it, if you yeah. want to watch it with us here at Groomzilla's, please if join you us for see a, what I'm wearing. If you want to see what I'm going to wear. <laughs> yeah. Turn into our live stream. It'll be happening on 19 May. And it starts at 2 p.m. in London time. That's 6 a.m. here in L.A., 9 a.m. on the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, Eric, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to start uh, the Royal Rundown I Do's I Don'ts edition. How, how about Do you? Do you need trumpets? Do you need mouth trumpets, boy? 
the, well, the, actually, yeah, you're right. Run, Royal Rundown first, then we'll end on I Do's I Don't. So Royal Rundown, give me those, give me those fanfare trumps. I think the fanfare has indigestion. Um, I'm going to start doing covers. This is going to be like the new thing. Watch. Let's do the fanfare and then I'll talk about this. Okay, play the fanfare. Was that your new thing? No. I'm going to tell you what the new thing is going to be. <laughs> I don't know you what's happening. You yes. you know what yeah, we're well, all okay. waiting. You know the newest thing in like the last biggest trend in all music was uh-huh. this in trailers and commercials, you get a children's choir to sing a pop song really slow and creepy. You, you can't always get yeah. what you Well that that had That's a California lot wasn't it the California lottery one? What was that? It was uh oh all the the mamas and papas. Mm, yeah. Brown was a California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the old trend. The new trend is gonna be mouth trumpet. And I'm gonna mouth trumpet uh, your favorite covers. Okay, so it sounded like you did just cover one. Was it? Uh, was there? Was that a tune? Um. Yeah, that was the song. That song was is the song that George Costanza leaves on his answering machine in the. Believe it or not, I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah, walking yeah. on air. I thought I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, listen for that. Also coming, better and uh, more rehearsed next week. Um, but it is a part of the show going forward. This is the the Royal Rundown. Eric, this one I actually really like, and I'm, I can't wait to talk you about it. You actually like this one? Well, I've hated everything I've ever done up until today. <laughs> and so, unfortunately for you, that does include the podcast we share. Um, but this one's fun. Oh, is that your ride? I got to go. All right, sir. Uh, headlines. Vanity Fair. Royal Watch, Meghan Markle has helped Prince Harry give up another unhealthy habit. First of all, could you guess what it is? Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was locked and loaded. <laughs> I'm one of the most talented people that I just walked away from Los Angeles. I literally just walked away. I'm that good. Okay, Megan helped Prince Harry give up another unhealthy habit. He's already started eating kale and taking up yoga, but now he's gone one step further. You think it's Grinder? Um, do you really think it's Grinder? Give me, give me a real guess. No, I don't think it's Grinder. Uh, biting his nails. Hmm. Close. Uh, the 33-year-old royal has quit smoking for his health-conscious bride to be. He smoked. He was. Oh, of course. that doesn't surprise me. I think a lot of. I think a lot of Brits smoke. You think Obama still smokes? I do. I think he has one every once in a while. And I think I, Harry's probably at that place too. I think Obama is someone where he will make himself earn the cigarette. And yeah. that's maybe how he gets some things done during the day. Yeah. When I take the trash out, when I really don't want to take the trash out, that's when I smoke cigarettes. Oh, so that's your reward for taking the trash out. When I really, really, when I'm, you know, when at the end of the night, you're so fucking high and you're super full uh-huh. and you, I mean, and, and I have to take a kind of a long walk to take the trash out because I have to go downstairs and out the right, building. Right, 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 right. You could East, use the steps. East Coast stuff. East Coast stuff. Okay. Um, but then I'll just fucking, sometimes I'll just be so high. It'll be the perfect thing that's on TV and I'm just about falling asleep, but the cats will start digging at the trash sometimes. Uh, got it. Um, starting to smell a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll just fucking 
some something comes up from within me. Yeah. And I just find the courage and the strength to take the trash out. That's great. And I'm exhausted and I say, you know what? You know what? I'm going to smoke. I'm going to have a parliament. Yeah. Ew, gross. What am I doing? What am, what Are am you I doing? College crystal, girl what from am the I doing? Midwest? Crystal meth again? Yeah. Um, I'm selling apparently- crystal meth out of my fucking Rutgers hoodie. Uh, well, Harry has also given up uh, junk food when he met Megan, and uh, he's also, as I said, doing daily yoga. Um, is there anything, uh, Eric? I'm just curious. Is there anything uh, your wife helped you? An unhealthy habit or something she helped you cut? Uh, I definitely smoke way less than I used to. Cigarettes, weed, both. Uh, cigarettes. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, I guess... Um, Weed? No. Uh, drinking and uh, yeah. just sort of eating like crap. I used to eat like crap. I'm like Harry there. Harry, <laughs> no longer smoking <laughs> for Megan. She likes kale and quinoa. Uh, yeah. So, Eric, if you will assist the official fanfare in closing up the Royal Rundown for this week. <laughs> Uh, I could not name that tune. I didn't really have a tune going into starting, and I thought that if I just started to play the mouth trumpet, that a tune, like a pop, you know. You'd find one? No, because my brain absorbs all this pop culture. Uh Uh-huh. I said, let me... You know, I'll probably start, and nothing came. Nothing. So that was, and then it was kind of like a New Order song. Oh. They kind of know at the end there. Sure, sure. Can I try a little mouth trumpet while we're doing mouth trumpet? Try it, try it. It's really fun. That sounds like jazz. I was playing jazz. Oh, yeah. That I was, was just jazz. Yeah, I, was, I thought you were going to do like a pop song. Oh. Uh, well, it's about the notes you don't play. Yeah. No, jazz No, jazz mouth trumpet is way, way more respectable than uh, pop pop song mouth trumpet. Mm-hmm. That's why I work more as a mouth yeah. trump, trumpetist. Trumpet, yeah. trumpet, trumpetist? Trumpeteer. Trumpeto. Uh, speaking, of me, speaking of trumpos... Uh, mm-hmm. It's time once again for I Do's I Don'ts Royal Rundown Edition. So let's play that classic I Do's I Don'ts theme, if you would. Yeah. Now that's music. That now that's now. Now that's what I call music. Music volume yeah. infinity because it's yeah. the best. It's uh, I wouldn't even just call that music. I call that so m- much else. It's, Mr. Holland is going to say that his opus is music. <laughs> that I say no, sir. No, indeed. Mr. Holland needs to shed his trap, first of all. He's so fucking into his opus. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. I do's, I don'ts, royal wedding edition. This caught my eye. This caught my eye. Oh, I can't wait to hear what this is about. Newly minted, see Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's official and romantic wedding coin. Bitcoin? So, not a Bitcoin, Eric. A wedding coin. Um, now a twit coin, if you will, <laughs> the Royals, they're twits. All right. The Royal Mint makers of coins, both commemor- commemorative and everyday has released a new coin honoring Prince Harry and Meghan's upcoming nuptials. The silver coin, which is worth 
about five pounds, $6.80, has a photo of Meghan and Harry gazing into each other's eyes on one side and a picture of Queen Elizabeth on the on the other. Okay. Um, so I guess my I do, I don't for you, Eric, is yeah. do you mm-hmm. make a ceremonial commem- commemorative coin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for your wedding? Uh, can I ask you a counter question? Please. Is it a Bitcoin? Is this a Bitcoin? Are you doing a bit? <laughs> coin? <laughs> no. no. I almost I almost want to abstain from even answering the question <laughs> because it isn't a Bitcoin. And and but but, but it is I do's and I don'ts. I'm gonna say it's a hard don't because it's not a Bitcoin. Now, if there was a commemorative <laughs> I almost said it again. I almost I, I can't said it. do it either. Commemorative. Commemorative. If there was a coin, if there was a coin for celebratory, Megan, yeah, Megan and Prince Harry, and would I would want that coin to be a Bitcoin because it's 2018. Yeah. We're moving into the cyber future, and sure, you know, you are this, this, this. You're love is the you're so young you're so beautiful you're so Mm. vibrant people Mm -hmm. couple yeah then don't don't you want your coin to be what if it was instead of a coin that you could buy and also the queen being involved the queen being on the back is very weird (laughs) it's like we're getting married and here's my grandma yeah it should be it should be like you know one side is like megan carrying Prince Harry over the threshold of Buckingham Palace, and then the other side is Harry carrying Meghan over the threshold. Oh, even- if if it was gonna be a, a brick and mortar coin, now <laughs> if it's now now okay. if it's a Bitcoin, what if it was a Bitcoin? Oh, how do you use a Bitcoin? You just email it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But what if every time you clicked on it on the Bitcoin, the commemorative—that's what you do. You click on the coins when you have them. You, you click on them, then uh-huh. you hear a cool. You hear Meghan and Prince Harry's actual voices they say i love you oh is that okay i'm not i guess i i'm a little out of the out of my depth as far as cryptocurrencies go and i didn't know they were just kind of like mp3s that you clicked on and they played a sound effect they can be they can be i mean i don't know if that i don't i mean they could be okay you never know that's good to know well me personally if i'm giving a commemorative if i'm getting a commemorative there it is. is if i'm getting a commemorative coin for this for this wedding or any wedding, if I'm going to a friend's wedding and they're handing out commemorative silver coins, um, I would I prefer to have a physical brick and mortar coin uh, because it's that's what it is. It's commemorative. I'm going to put it in a little box and I'm going to yeah. keep it in a, that drawer in my dresser where I keep like fun little uh, you know tidbits and uh, old stuff. Yeah. I'm not ready to throw away um, yeah. things that mean something to me. There's a word yeah. I'm looking for, but. And after the nuclear war, your great grandchildren will be like, "Oh shit! Look at these coins. Maybe we can eat them. Can we eat them? No, no. Maybe maybe we'll assign them value, and people will trade will trade them for goods and services. Oh, you mean like bitcoins? Yeah, like bitcoins, but actual coins. Oh, okay. Oh shit! Okay. I get it. All right. Wow. Bitcoin. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel okay. like we sewed that one up. So that's an I do for you. If it's cryptocurrency form, I do for me. But it isn't. But it isn't. It's not. No, it's not. So it's a hard don't for me. Okay. Well, I'm going to go I do because I like the brick and mortar coin. And I like the term brick and mortar coin. Yeah. So 
That's I that. Like, I, I coined. You I coined that? I coined that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm saying I coined it. Yeah, I coined. It's my iCoin. It's a it's an app for if you like come up with a phrase. Who's on third? Let's close up the I do's, I don'ts. Play that wonderful music once again. That was gorgeous. No, I thought, I thought no. That I thought song. It, I mean, that song. I thought, you, we're not really going to top that song, and we should end on the song every week. I don't even know why we have a guest here. Uh, why don't we check the voicemails? Oh, you. The, because no one ever calls the hunk hotline. I do want to. I will mention. I know that nobody ever calls, but why do we have a voicemail if we're not going to check the voice? Let's just check. Great question. Okay, but before we check it, I just want to say six two six seven six five forty nine ninety five or groomzillas at gmail dot com. Shoot us your inquiries. We will we answer do. them. We probably don't have them, but let's just check. Let's just check if there's one. Oh, there's one. We do have one. What? There's a. <laughs> We got a hunk hotline message. No. Well, I'll be a son of a son of a son of a bee. Oh my god. Let's. My heart. Uh, oh my god. Hold on. This is exciting. Is your heart okay? No. Uh, no. It was just a murmur. Oh okay. Well, not murmur averted. Let's listen to this message on the hunk hotline. Oh hey, hunk hotline. Uh, glad to talk to you. Uh, actually, this question's for Eric. So, uh, Dan, if you could just. Maybe hang back for a couple minutes. Awesome. Hey, Eric, uh, like you've been doing this podcast for a couple of weeks now, a couple of months, actually. Jeez, time flies. Well, I was just wondering, I'm in over my head and, uh, I don't know how to plan a wedding. You've already gone through it. Is there, have you ever thought about maybe getting into wedding consulting and what do you think about doing my wedding? And, uh, could you not tell Dan about this? Don't really want his input. Uh, hey, if you could just uh, let me know on air, that'd be great. Thanks. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I guess question to you, Eric. I guess yeah, I'm Dan. Supposed um, to hang back. Apparently, this caller no, is dictating terms. What? What do you mean? Come on. It's their wedding. I don't. No, don't. What do we always say? Don't make somebody's wedding about you. Okay. This isn't about you. Well, my sh- you our show is, I mean, the show is kind of about me. It's our, I know, it's but, our I, show. You know, but we talk about how I'm. Okay, fine. I'll hang back. I'm the, I'm the breakout star. And I kind of, you know. Breakout I kind of star. Have... You were the, you were the, you're number one on the call sheet, baby. You've been the star yeah. the whole time. I'm the bread. I'm the jelly. And don't yeah. you think that makes me jelly? Of course it makes me jelly. But I'll, I'll, I'll kindly step back as this. Caller, Dan. No, I'm stepping back. Why? Why are you making me keep making me say this? I'm stepping back. Stop. Silence. Silence. Caller, um, I'm really busy. Of course, my instinct is to jump in there with you right now, and I want you to think of me as your third. And I'm your wedding is my wedding. I'm doing everything I can. I'm just busy, and I can kind of only do this when you call in because you didn't really leave. Dan, you look like you want to say something. I was just going to say. Don't, don't, just don't say okay. anything. Uh, there is no information. Don't, don't, okay. Just don't say anything. I'm just saying I have a lot of free time Dan, if Dan, you Dan, want Dan, me Dan, to help. Dan, Dan, why do you keep making me say this? He said that Dan don't. He said don't. So let me. Um, um, yeah. So just call in anytime, you know, 
just call in to the to the podcast. He did call in. He's asking for your help. Why aren't you? He asked me to step back. I I can give him what Man. he wants. I'm telling him this is what I can do right now for you. Call in with whatever question you have at any time, and I will check the voicemail religiously, and I will get back to them. And I will. I'm I'm in. I'm in. Yes, of course is my answer. Yes. And I, I know I'm available to help in any which way, any way you want me to. Shh, bud, bud. Oh, bud. Oh, bud. Come on. Come on, don't make me say it. Don't make me say it again. I don't want to be a fucking asshole. So shut up. 626-765-4995. Groomsellers at gmail.com. That's the Hong Shut you. You can't just whisper. I'm talking about the hunk hotline. We're done with that okay, message. Done. Now done. I can talk. Thanks. We're I can done. talk on my own podcast. Thanks. Wow. Okay. I know that sucks. That sucks. You know what? It sucks. But I, you know, I didn't say anything when Amazon put you in their commercial. Why? It's the same thing. Apples and it's oranges. No. It's the same. No. It's Amazon. It's Amazon and Amazon. Um. It's... uh. It's Amazon Prime and you Amazon. Can we Prime. just move on? I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I, this caller made me angry. I don't know, see why you listen to the podcast and then you'd call, you'd go out of your way to call in and then you'd go Amazon out of your way you, again to, you. to insult me, Eric, because they they specifically said, don't tell Dan. Dan, I don't even want you to listen to this question. Maybe you could hang back, Dan. It's not about insulting you, it's about me. And and their wedding and us working together to make it happen. Amazon wasn't like, oh hey, Dan, we really want you to be in this commercial. Um, do you think Eric could be in it too? We're Even not, though he's never been in a commercial before. We're no, that's not the same. We're hosting it this is. podcast they're together. Like, we don't go like, on auditions Eric, for Amazon I've commercials been, together. They said they've been listening to the podcast and they want me to to to. Are, to are you going solo? Wedding. Are you going solo? Answer me right now. Are you grown? Are you? I'm not. I'm not ready to talk about that until the wedding you, season we, is over. When the when wedding season is over, I will discuss that. Did you want to? Uh, how about this? I'm going to tee up our guest for this week, and uh-huh. then uh, maybe you can give us some either a cover or a jazz, whatever you feel like playing on the mouth. I trumpet. got it. I got one. I, I actually got. Okay, go. Okay, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, joining us in the Forever Dog Studios here in downtown Los Angeles is the great comic, the great actor Rick Glassman, friend of the show. Uh, you might know him from NBC's Undateable. He was on that for three years. He's been in uh, a Netflix movie called A Stupid and Futile Gesture. He's also just a funny guy. We like having him here, so stick around for that. Uh, but right now we're going to take a break. I was stay tuned for more Groomzilla's Eric. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to. I have to put a stop. This is this is, mouth trumpet has become you humming with your your lips pursed. <laughs> that's, that's, that wasn't a mouth trumpet at all. Stop laughing. Stop laughing. I could not only not detect Jimmy, a tune. I finally get my shot at mouth trumpet. I Jimmy Fallon did. I fucking Jimmy Fallon did. Man, well, what the fuck? That's it. I don't think we have time Start for another attempt. I know we don't have time, Dan. I know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, more, maybe more from that next week. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. 
All right. Hi, Rick. How are you? Welcome to Groomzilla's. Thank you. Thanks for being here. What are you drinking there? Well, I feel like a little bit of a liar first. Let me just go ahead and, and, and set that up. You're being very professional. You asked me before we started this, and I made a joke saying, well, we should save it for the podcast. So now I feel like I'm talking to somebody who already knows what's going on. What do you mean? I all was, right, all right. I'm just looking okay. at your GNC bottle you got here. It's got ice cubes. It's a brown concoction of I'm drinking something. some some uh, Vega protein with maca powder, uh huh, turmeric, yeah, and uh, a shot of espresso, specifically Nespresso, with some ice cubes and some, some coconut water. Okay, the jo- I love Clooney. that. It, I love that it's Nespresso. It's like <laughs> all the like all like the best stuff, and then you know just fucking some Nespresso. I don't understand why Nespresso is George Clooney. George company, Clooney endorses kinda. Nespresso yeah. with Danny DeVito, Eric. Yeah. Did you know? When you initially described, it, I thought you were going to say cold brew, because then if it was like a shot of cold brew, then you know I what's funny been... is 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 uh, hold on a second, is uh, you're kind of like George Clooney and you're kind of like Danny DeVito. You guys could do yeah. a espresso yeah. commercial. Yeah. No, yeah. that's. that's that's what well, we're going after Barbasol, the shaving cream. Yeah. First we get Barbasol and then uh, um, Nespresso. Yeah. How much longer is this? We're, we're almost done. All right. 40, Can I plug my 40. shit and get out of here? <laughs> You've done. <laughs> let me just say, you came in here and, and you came came in here, hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. You were in a good attitude the moment I saw you. You mean that? Yeah. I do mean that. I feel like I'm in a pretty up place. You have you needed the Kleenex yeah. first. Yeah, I'm I have sorry. a little bit of I jumped in. I jumped in with the negativity of the Nespresso. <clears throat> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. You were just taking a swing. Is there a palpable negativity in the room that we need to cut? No. Okay. I don't think that espresso is good. Okay. Um, I've never had it, but I've seen the commercials and I enjoy them. Yeah. Is this a normal com- drink for you? The commercials. Are yeah. Good. It is. It's I'm not just a, It's not just a sick drink. N- no, I I um I don't always put the coffee in it. I put the coffee in it because I've been a little under the weather and I thought I might need some energy for this. Okay. That makes sense. But I do make that often. So I don't always put in a shaker bottle. I often blend it, adding some other stuff, some oatmeal, some walnuts. Yeah. You got a Vitamix? Yeah, Pro. Vitamix Pro. Yeah. Oh, I, I paid an extra 80 bucks because I wanted so, the red one, but it turns out it also has a self-cleaning function that is worth it. Mm, that's, that can is worth you, it. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? No. Right? You were saying, Dan? <laughs> Do you work out? Do you work out? Oh, my God. Rick Glassman working out? I work out like three days a week. This guy's yeah. ripped. This guy's yeah. No, I mean, you could tell. I was just for the for the posterity of the podcast. I yeah. just wanted to you know, ask the question. But I'm You're cool. right. I'm he seeing... does a lot of alliteration. Yeah. A lot of alliteration? Yeah. What do you mean? Are you okay? What do you mean by, what do you mean by you're right? <laughs> Dan was telling me how you do a lot of alliteration yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, he talks a lot of shit about me. <laughs> I thought he was saying a nice thing. Everyone talks shit about me. Take your time. So you work out three days a week? Yeah. You got a 24-hour fitness, or what do you do? LA Fitness, and then this place called, uh, I don't need to talk about it, but there's another place I go to where um, every now and then uh, I work with a trainer once or twice a month. Oh, be- fuck yeah. Because uh, I, like, I'm done working out. It's like, I need somebody to like to push me a little bit. And it's like, yeah, what you what you been eating? Oh, and yeah. I go like, uh... And then bad, bad stuff. Well, you, you know, you, a lot of turmeric. You cheat. Too I much mean, oh. You eat pretty well. <clears throat> I eat well, but I, I do have a bit yeah. of a sweet tooth. Oh yeah, candies, chocolates, pastries, pastries. Yeah, yeah. like uh, a, donuts, a cookies, eclairs, eclairs. Okay. You like eclairs? No. Oh, I like eclairs. No. I, yeah, I'm not like. How do you like an eclair? That's just not my thing. Okay. Okay. Do you like the fruit sense. pastries or the chocolate pastries? 
I mean, I don't find them mutually exclusive. I guess if I had to pick, I would say chocolate because out of the fruit, the, sometimes there's too much filling. I don't like a jelly filling, but like a mm-hmm. like an apricot homentaschen is is in a, in a top five for me. Okay, I know what an apricot is. I didn't know the rest of it. Homentaschen is a Jewish pastry in the shape of a triangle to symbolize Haman's hat from the Purim days. Oh, I did know that actually. Yeah. How long? That's have you really been interesting. I didn't know that. What's that? How long have you been married? This is Groomzilla's The Wedding Planning Podcast by Grooms for Grooms and everyone in between. Of course. I've been listening to the podcast. I, I love it. Do you want me to pretend that I'm married? <laughs> oh, wait. You're not married. That's right. You're one of our guests that we have here on Groomzilla's that's not married. Correct. But we wanted to have you on anyway because you're, uh, you eat so well. So can you, see the, can you see the painting? I put the painting up. Oh, yeah. It's nice. I got that for Eric. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. For my birthday. Happy birthday. <clears throat> it was in October. So, still holds. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Um, what a what a. Oh man, you're not prepared, huh? Five minutes in, you got the what us. <laughs> well, you, I don't feel feel like you're having a very good time. So, how many <laughs> weddings? How many weddings gears. have you been to? How many weddings have you been to, Rick? A fair amount. I've been the best man in go. two. Here Boom. we go. Let's talk that. There it is. Rick. I do want to acknowledge what you're saying. If if I, I'm just joking around, and I I I know. <laughs> but you, do you really think I'm not having a good time? Get the fuck out of my studio. I don't know if right it was now. worth $17, but. Get the fuck out of my studio. So, um, so you're the best man at two weddings? Yeah. One of them, he's still one of my best friends. And the other one, we stopped talking uh, no. two months after for almost ever. I think ever. We haven't rekindled a friendship. After the wedding? Was, mm-hmm. was there a reason for that? I think there were a litany of them. However, the straw that um, stopped the friendship was. Uh, I think my best man speech was a wedding. It was no. best man related. Yeah, I don't think it was truly best man related. I think that, but but that was the the. So so I was young, and uh, as was he. Twenties? How how young are we talking? Yeah yeah, early twenties. Okay. And I didn't know what to do for a best man speech. Um, I, I remember I asked him on the phone, "Hey, bud, uh, I I have two ideas. I could do I could do like the you know." Man, I love playing magic with you in your dad's basement and talk about that stuff. Okay. Or I thought maybe it would be funny if I did the the, the wedding the speech from the wedding crashers that she gives. Like, I love you know the you, you know they both love the uh, uh, the color of green, like Greg's eyes and money. The souls the souls counterpoint yes. in the other. I yes. believe. Yes. Well, okay. And he said, "Do whatever you want, man. That's funny." It's like great. Yeah. So I did the, the best man speech, and I did that speech. I, I did it. I, I didn't even change the names. <laughs> You know, and then I then I swallowed. I took a moment and I put it down, and I talked about how you know, true love is the the soul's recognition in one another, and you know, like yeah. that. And uh, it's like you know, 150 people in there, and like eight people all at a different table laughed, and everybody else. One, the, the 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 um is that the McAdams speech? Whose speech is yeah, that? Yeah, McAdams. Speech. Okay. Uh, uh, his uh, his stepmom said to me, it whispered to me, "You're doing the wrong speech." <laughs> oh, she so yeah, so it didn't go well. If I it didn't go well, but like I don't think that's a you know, I don't know. So so afterwards, I talked to him on the phone like two weeks later. Yeah, I think it was only like two weeks later, and and uh, he said that he didn't like that I did that speech, and I apologize. He didn't tell me during, and yeah. I, and I apologized. I thought like we discussed this. I was just trying to be funny, right? Which you know has gotten a lot of us into trouble, I'm sure, over our lives. Had you been? Oh, had yeah. you started doing comedy oh, yeah. yet? No. Had you done any performing? Well, I mean, no, not not 
Because this was like college, <clears throat> just out of college. Yeah, I think it was. It was either the end of college or just out of it. What was he unclear about when you after you told him? I'm either going to do. I, I don't know. I, st- I still. I still. The the be- now being in my 30s and having more self awareness, the best thing I could realize is what e- there was a miscommunication between what I asked him and what he thought I was going to do. Maybe uh-huh. maybe he thought I was going to slip a part of that in there. Right. But I think it's a bigger picture. Uh, I, I know that it bothered his 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 then wife. Um, yeah, I know they got divorced soon after, probably because oh. of the speech. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Was it was it soon after though? Like yeah, like less than a year. I think less I, than a year. I think it was you know less than a year. This is like a, a <laughs> high school buddy, childhood friend. Yeah, childhood friend. Yeah. When Imagine. you said when you said bigger picture, I thought you were gonna say like it was just kind of about you guys growing apart as people, and I think that was like why there was a big miscon- misconnection with like the speech. But I guess like. It's also like influence from other people, like you know. Yeah, but so I, I've been. Go ahead. No, I've been in situations where I just like will get madder about something. The more I think about it, people are like, you know, when you're like younger and you're like, man, I can't believe you fucking said that shit, and you're like, oh. And then other people tell you you should be mad about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I uh, so you no and hard you, feelings. No, no, no communication sense. That. that He's commented on a couple things on Facebook, but I was pretty turned off by the whole way it was handled. Yeah. Um, I still think at worst I did something silly, but it was inappropriate. I I get I mean, I don't know who gives a shit, but do you still think it's funny? Do you still think it's something you would do? No, I wouldn't do it. I do think it's funny. It's I, I have a poor instinct of recognizing when something's funny in real situations versus imagine if I saw this in a movie. So I think if like yeah. if I were to play a guy that lacks awareness yeah. that does yeah. something that wants that the audience at home would like, like I can't believe he did that. Right, that's right. a funny listeners thing to do. Right, right. What's that? Listeners at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't think that's an appropriate thing to do at a wedding. I don't think it, it ruins a friendship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I was you know. Yeah, people give bad speeches that shouldn't sever ties necessarily. Right. How was the bridesmaid speech? The bridesmaid mm. speech. Maid, maid of honor. Oh, um, I, you know what? I, I really, the only, th- did she I do th- something from Anchorman or <laughs> I don't have an, I don't remember. I'm yeah. sure she did. I'm sure she said like, uh, you know, Bridesmaids. I've bridesmaids, bridesmaids. Yeah. <laughs> I should have said something like, I don't feel like I'm losing a best friend, but getting a, a sister or something like that. Yeah. That's a good one. Or just maybe just slipped in the different names. Was but, that the part? People were genuinely confused that you they thought you were doing the wrong speech, it sounds like. Listen, man, I took a swing and I missed. <laughs> yeah. All right. So tell us about the other time you were a best man. Yeah. John DeWalt. Oh, okay. Comedy writer. Yeah. Friend of the show. <clears throat> Not the drill guy. Uh, the, no, the, no. But he does have a DeWalt hat his dad gave him. That's cool. I, I like DeWalt tools. Tell yeah. me about him. Uh, what do you I, like about them? I, uh, I like that they're yellow, they're durable, they're reliable. My dad had a drill growing up, and now I have a DeWalt battery. Kind of like a, a scary, strong best friend. Yeah. This is my buddy DeWalt. Yeah. He's scared of things. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's yellow. Oh, okay. But he's strong. <laughs> All right. And uh, he's durable. You know, he's there for you. Yeah, and rechargeable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a golden yellow, the DeWalt yellow. It's like a Lakers gold, like a, like a sun. Yeah, like I like strong, the yellow. Powerful, like Lakers gold. If you notice, a lot of power tools, their brands are based on different colors. So every color is sort of... Primary colors, usually. Every color is sort of taken over by one power tool company. Yeah, Pep- Pepsi. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to go bigger marketing-wise. Oh, like, no. I was talking about power tools specifically. Yeah. What are the other ones? Well, Makita. I think like uh, Makita's like blue. 
<clears throat> and then Ryo- what's a green one? Ryobi's a green. green, like mm. a lime green. Then you got, uh, I think, Milwaukee. No, I'm thinking of Makita. Something's what's red. What's the other one that starts with? There's another one that starts with an M. Yeah, maybe what Milwaukee. Is <laughs> Milwaukee doesn't it's make green. sense. It's green. My dad had them. I can't remember. So when did John DeWalt get married? May of uh, 2014, uh, I think. Okay. Is that during Undateable? The episode one of season one premiered day one of the wedding, like of the wedding weekend. Okay. Brent and I, we we, we got there um, like 20 minutes before, and then everyone was watching it. Oh, fun. In the, uh, yeah. That's kind of a That's fun awesome. celebratory weekend because you guys are all friends. He's a writer. He was a writer on that show. Yeah. You and Brent and a bunch of people were on the show together. Yeah. So were they all at the wedding and it was kind of like a premiere slash? Well, the only people that were part of that show that were at the wedding were uh, John and Al and Brent and I. Okay. But it was all of our first jobs. Yeah. It's still a fun, momentous thing. You mm-hmm. can roll into one. So how? So you're the best man. You know, I, I would love to have anybody at the wedding here other than me, just to give it validation to say that it was the best wedding speech of all time. <laughs> and I will I tell you objectively and yeah. honestly and clearly, and I've been to all the weddings, right. that everyone yeah. would agree. In fact, everybody told me, including the caterers and the people that worked at the place, pulled me aside separately and said, I have to tell you, we have weddings every weekend. That was the best speech I've ever heard. I totally believe you. Honestly, yeah, I believe I'm, you I'm not fucking with you. I totally believe you. Thank you guys so are much. all... You were on like such a high with all the show and stuff, and the the family vibe in that show was like so real and like it was cool. That's cool. I believe it. What? So what, what happened? What'd you say? What set it off? Yeah. Well, how do you know John? First of all, I met John in July of 2008 doing background work on Angels and Demons. <laughs> okay, <laughs> is that the second installment yeah. of the Da Vinci yeah. trilogy? Okay. Yeah, I didn't know there was three. I thought there were only two. There's no, no third there's one? The, I think there's a the third, third one. The third one that came out last year. Hold on. Is it called uh, Rapture? No, oh, was, was it, it with Tom Rapture? Hanks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. John and I should have yeah, got, got on it. One, it was a one-word title. Oh, my God. Yeah. What uh, What are you doing in Creed? the background? It was. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. I love that fucking movie, dude. It's good. Yeah, they're making oh. the second one now. I thought of the band. Yeah, but Ryan Coogler Ryan Coogler's not involved in I think it's going to be, it's going to do from Luke Cage. I don't know. Are you going to be in it? You should be in it. I'm not in it, but I did go bowling with Michael B. Jordan once. Uh, I'm getting a note here from Bruce Isn't it Inferno? It is Inferno. Inferno. I was just going to say that. Yeah, I saw it on the card. (laughs) What did I say? What did I say? Rampage? You said Rapture or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Inferno, but you were in Angels and Demons as a... I, I don't think I made it in, but John made it in a couple times. You know, John and I hit it off so fast. We were just doing bits. So it was at the Hollywood Hollywood uh, racetrack. It's from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. for a week straight. So, okay. And there were three, four, five hundred people on that. Look, it was huge. Is it the dog track or the horse track? It's a race. It's a horse track. Okay. It's right next to the forum. It's right next to the forum. That's the old dog track, I think. I'm pretty sure it is a horse track. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget what it's called. They tore one down. I think they tore down the dog track. The Hollywood. It's called the Hollywood Racetrack. Wasn't it's, it called the Hollywood? That's the dog one. No, it was a horses. It was horses. Are you watching? So you're watching horses and angels and demons? No, no, no. Just they. They. It was at that location. It was outside. They built the um, the uh, Vatican out the outside of the Vatican there. Wow. Sick. So it, was, it, was, it looked. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And I had just moved here, and I'm, I'm watching Ron Howard direct Tom Hanks, and Tom Hanks is coming through the audience. The wow. audience, I consider us an audience, you know? <laughs> he was just watching him. And it was just so really, cool. really cool. And and I I, uh, I just came in hot everywhere, and I was just 
flirting with girls and doing bits, I would do these pickup lines that were bad uh-huh. and mixing them up. Like, excuse me, miss, did you fall from heaven? Because I could see myself in your pants. Just like silly things <laughs> like that. Uh-huh. And then I would just do them to random people. And I, I saw this guy. I did one. I said, how you doing? I gave him a handshake, started a pickup line. And I and then he did one back to me. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, I'm going to be your best man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's best friends ever since. Yeah, man. That's fun. Six years later, yeah. uh, I got married. Okay. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. So how was the speech? So how was the speech? The best speech ever. So was I didn't it have I didn't tender. Have a, was it funny? I didn't have a speech planned, and the uh, uh, and the day of they all w- they were waking up early and they were going to go canoeing and play basketball and do all this stuff. And I just I, I couldn't do it. I, it's like I can't go out and play with you guys until I finish my homework type of thing. So yeah. the day of the wedding, the entire party except for me, the best man, went and did stuff. I couldn't. I was just I'm nervous. I'm trying to figure it out. I wrote so many drafts. Yeah. And uh, I ultimately came up with what would be the final speech. Um, and I have it, and I'm nervous. And I mean, I'm nervous. You know, we do stand up, and sometimes you get nervous, sometimes you don't. But the benefit is, I don't ever have to see this audience again. You mm-hmm. know, I could get out of here and be like, oh, but these are, these are my, this is my best friend and his family. Right. And, and if I bomb, the last set I had as a best man, I never talked to the guy again. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like, oh, you're going there, are, for there are stakes. Right, now. right, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, her, uh, the, the bride, Allison, her sisters go up and uh, there's uh, her sister goes up with her two daughters, like, you know, eight and six. They're all wearing matching dresses and they made this little painting and they're just destroying, you know. <laughs> I look over at the table and, and uh, one of one of Allison's friends who I've known for a bit, uh, she's crying. I've never seen her cry. You know, oh boy. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, the dad goes up and does just this great speech. He's being, people are laughing. He's, he does this metaphor about poker and how like, you know, you, basically all you want is a full house and this is your queen and blah, blah, blah. And just killing, killing, okay. killing, yeah. killing. Yeah. And I, I, I'm terrified. I don't drink. I take a sip of champagne because I thought this might get it going. And then, um, <laughs> I went up and, and, uh, let's just say I, I, I booked it. <laughs> Um, I I actually don't want to break down what I did for it. Yeah, that's Uh, fine. How long was it though? Was it a long speech? Did you were you working off notes? It it, it was it was notes, both used and as a prop. Uh huh. Uh, And it was probably six minutes. Okay. And uh, it was six minutes. Um, I did a structure that was that I like so much that the reason I don't want to talk about now is because I've actually recently been considering it might be a funny set to do on television you're gonna work it into something yeah i would like to yeah. i want to do a set on television like a late night set where um i'm brought out as uh uh my best friend is getting married and uh tonight uh, yeah and i couldn't be there because i had this opportunity to do the show uh-huh. uh and basically the i'm gonna go out and my set is gonna be so i would like to do this do the speech, speech for him yeah yeah, yeah. I sort of did that once at an open mic because I tested a speech I was going to oh, do. Oh, really? I'm like, you have to imagine this is my friend James. and <laughs> Can I hear some of that? I don't remember it. I don't even remember if it was for James. <laughs> so that's good. That's uh, did, did, Then there's no videotape of this infamous there is. speech. There oh, is. Oh, so this, we could watch this and yeah, well, the video's, critique the it. The video's pretty poor. It's it's from a But you could hear it okay. I was thinking about putting subtitles on and sending it in as my late night set. <laughs> Does it hold up though when you go back yeah, and review yeah, the tape? Yeah, it really it, does. It's, um, it's good. It, yeah, it opens up. It opens up with you know s- some regular stuff. You know, yet you know John two words. Yes, dear. You know, giving some advice and and then uh, going into the you know what um, 
I think at this point in the speech, I'm supposed to throw away the paper and speak from the heart. Uh-huh. Uh, at which case, I then wrinkled up the paper and uh-huh. and then really got into it. Um, and I, I was happy. I connected. Got some good tears. You produced tears yourself, or you got tears out of the audience? I mean, of course, I got tears out of the audience. I'm talking about I connected. Wow. So yeah, I, I, I just my John is 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 an unbelievable friend. Uh, when John, when Brent and I booked that show that we were talking about, Undateable, mm-hmm. John also auditioned for it. The three of us auditioned, uh-huh. and Brent and I got it, and John did not. Right. And he was just as happy for us as as we. I mean, he was bragging about it and talking about it. He was just so excited for us. And he's such an amazing support system. And and forever, and, and I'm sure you could attest to this, whenever I do stand-up and he comes, he's just always, he loves it. And he's yeah. always laughing. And yeah. when, even when I'm bombing, he appreciates what I'm trying. Right. So, um, and then he ultimately was a writer on the show. He didn't wasn't an actor on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just I started talking about that. And, and, and I, I don't think I had ever told him you know, I said thanks, but I don't think I ever told him how much I appreciate his friendship and, and the support that he gives. And, and then saying it in a, in a place like that, a time like that, in, in a moment of vulnerability where um, people are listening to my feelings in a way, it just kind of got me pretty choked up. Yeah. And, and, that, you're feeling, and you're feeling them. You're feeling your feelings in that yeah. moment, too. Yeah, very, very much. And, uh, and then a venue for that. Great venue for that. And I was also aware of the fact that this was the act two of the speech where I'm supposed to get emotional. And once I became aware of, I got it. Then I was like, all right, (laughs) you know, like now let's get back. Now let's close it out with my own poker metaphor. Nice. Which you don't want to share. It's beautiful. It was just, you know, was it one of these where you just take a moment away or was it just streaming tears while you're talking through it? It was, uh, it was, um, yeah, split the difference. Okay. I want to play poker so bad. I've been fucking craving it. I watched Rounders. They got Rounders on Netflix now. Okay. Fuck, I want to play poker. Funny that I, the only time you watch a movie I don't is have you have to wait friends. for it to get on Netflix. Yeah, no, that is how I watch movies. That's where I watch um, most of my stuff. It's a great movie. Yeah. Made me really want to be in a poker movie, too. Like a villain. <laughs> I feel like I have a good poker villain movie face. Movie yeah. villain face. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Could, yeah. I, could we hear something from a poker villain? Uh, let me set this up for you. Uh, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I had something, but yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. You know who I am, huh? That's good. That'll <laughs> save me. That saves me some time. Yeah, that's actually really, really good. No, I know. I'm really. <laughs> you can't see it, but like he, uh, he looked <laughs> yeah. like he was playing. I'm one of the. I was one of the best actors in LA, and I fucking walked away from it. <laughs> I walked. I literally walked. Nobody knows who I am, and I don't. You don't know who I am, but I was one of the best actors. It's true. And comedians in L.A. and I walked away. Walked away. You I don't fucking need it. It's mm-hmm. kind of like what he, what, but Damon did at the end of Rounders. <laughs> no, dog. and and no, 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 no. But I went like more Goodwill Hunting. It's more Goodwill Hunting than Rounders. Did Dan go up to your door go and you weren't there yeah. and he smiled and then became no, Batman? He's not, real. he's not. He's not my real best friend. But oh, wow. Um, wow. But you did no. have to go see. Um, you did have to go see about a girl. Yeah. Yeah. And my real best friend did. He's like, if you don't fucking leave, I'm going to fucking Why'd you move out of LA? Because I just didn't, you know, it just wasn't. I mean, the truth is I went on like audition after audition. They were like, you're too ugly. They like, I don't, like, I'm not. They kicked him out they, for being too ugly. They like, you know, they're like, you're not like, you know how you have, you can't just be ugly. You have to be like kind of cute, ugly. Or at you least know. a specific ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were like, "No, dog, you're just ugly." <laughs> That's crazy. They, they they told you straight up. Yeah. Here's the deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it was my dad. I was my manager before 
my dad was my manager. Like right before. I feel like the in. problem isn't your looks, but your management. <laughs> no, I know. That's why I had to like fucking <laughs> advertise. So you don't talk to your dad anymore. No. And you're married. Yeah. Did he go yeah, to your yeah, wedding? We got, yeah. It was weird. <laughs> was this after? He had he had notes. Yeah, it was after. It was <laughs> he had notes. He had notes on the wedding, and he didn't want to do all the traditional like Armenian wedding stuff. Like uh, Armenian tradition is the morning of the firstborn son's wedding, the son washes the father. Mm-hmm. Was that and a I, thing? Like, yeah, that's a thing. I was gonna wash my dad in the pool. Like that's like a thing because we got a house with a pool, so I could fucking do it in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, everyone's gonna come over, and I'm gonna wash you. And like that's just like when people are coming there, like getting there, like you just, you just wash your dad. Um, and he didn't want to fucking do it. Cause you know, it's a weird, it's like a weird, like immigrant, like assimilation thing. Like he kind of like, you kind of pick and choose where you want to assimilate and where you don't want to assimilate. One of those things was like, I don't want to fucking do the washing thing. Okay. I missed it. Yeah. Are you, do you have, you have siblings, right? You have brothers. Mm-hmm. I have one older brother and none of them are marrying. He is divorced. Oh, Okay. How do you feel about marriage? Your parents are together still? They are. Yeah. How long have they been married? 40 years, I think. Wow. Fuck yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a good marriage. Sounds like a good one. 35 or 40. I know a big one now happened that, on Now that's ago. what's up. Is that a, is that, <laughs> you guys do that a lot? Do you that? Now that's what's up? Yeah. I just did it for the first time. I just did for it for the first, first time? time. Yeah. We, we do it all the time. Well, um, definitely uh, do. I would like to put a, I think you should edit a few of those in. Earlier, now wanna, that's what's up. Yeah, go ahead, give a few takes. Now that's what's up. I lost it. No, we got it clean, we got it clean, and now we can loop it, put it in earlier. Now that's what's up. Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what's up. I like that gotta, a lot. You gotta like bounce, it. you gotta like bounce along with it. You know, I'm starting a podcast. <laughs> um, you are, I, I am. I've actually filmed or recorded uh, almost 10 of them. And I just haven't posted any yet. And I don't know if I'm going to post any of the ones I've done. Is this your Blake Griffin podcast? I did a few with Blake. Dog, that, that went away. Gonna, can I say something real quick? Yeah. I, he Blake Griffin's doing a White Man Can't Jump reboot. and the, He's I producing it. Be, he's not in it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's a part. He was like one of the guys that are like getting yeah. off the ground. I think you would be perfect. In I, I, you don't think I sent him a text that he didn't respond to? <laughs> Dog, I have like real ideas about it. I have real ideas about it. <clears throat> Go ahead. Let me you hear him. I you love- make the whole thing. You make the whole thing about gentrification, and you're the guy that's like, you're the guy that's like, a lot of the times like I'm like the guy that's like, oh, I have a lot of black friends, and I have a black friend. I like grow up with black people, and like, and you're that kind of white guy. Right. I think, but then, but then Uncle Drew just like came out. I think that's what Nick Kroll's character pretty much is in Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew Nick great. Kroll. I didn't know what that was. No, Uncle Nick Kroll's in it. Uncle oh, okay. Drew is Kyrie yeah. Irving. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, it looks amazing. His character, I think his character's name is I fucking forgot. It was really funny. Is really funny. Look it up. Nick Kroll's character. I, I, what I'm bringing up about the podcast is Sorry. is uh I, I've done different versions of it in different formats, and I think with your permission and with me sleeping on it for a minute, I would like to have <laughs> a podcast and call it "That's What's Up." That's what's up. Yeah, that's a great idea. And, yeah, for uh, sure. It was originally going to be called uh, the most recent title is "Take Your Shoes Off" because I have this this uh this kind of need for people to take their shoes off when they walk in, but it also sounds like make yourself comfortable. So it's like the dynamic between making other people comfortable while making myself comfortable at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but that's what's up is nice, and I could do a that's what's up, and maybe we could use yeah. your voice for it and, and put it in whenever someone says something. Well, that belongs I'm to uh, that belongs to Forever Dog. All right, well then I could just say that's what's up. Yeah. It'd probably be better yeah. that way. Well, I, I kind of yeah. like Eric's read, and like but and some like I'm money sure can change hands like under the table or you whatever. Can, what do you think about marriage? Your parents have been married for thirty five, almost Love forty it. years. I think marriage is fantastic. Good institution. I th- I think it's a I think it's a good institution. Yeah, something you aspire to very much. I very much want to be married and, and and have a family. Yeah, very much. Very much. That surprises me. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is a weird thing to say. I th- I think about it all the time. Actually, is, was that a weird thing to say? I didn't mean uh, to offend you. I'm not offended by it. Okay, I've, you had a perception and you were honest with me. I'd be offended if you withheld. Okay. Uh, so you marriage is something you aspire to. Uh, have you ever been close? Have you ever thought you were close? Um. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, um, but, I mean, never been engaged. Never planned an engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, been in a... a you, go ahead. But you were like, you were like, I want to... This is a person... Like, you pictured it. Like, you pictured getting married and spending the yeah. rest of your life. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's close. Yeah. Um, one, I always knew I wanted a family. I always knew I... I, I like, Rick, you get married. That's what you do. Because that's, you know, that was... That was the image of love and 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 maturity from where I grew up, and and my parents and and my, both my grandparents were were married, and mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't until I was like I, I was in a relationship and I thought about that where I was like, oh yeah, I think I'm ready for that. Um, it's tough, man. I, I have to imagine marriage is very tough, but I'm talking about just finding somebody who's. You know, not 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 bringing myself up when I say this, but just the reality of finding somebody who's better than you. You know, finding somebody who's better than me, mm. um, who incidentally also is cool with that and likes me. You know <laughs> what I mean? To be with someone, and then on an honest, superficial note, is pretty enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be sexually attracted to them. Sure, and um, it's just that's hard. a great way. That's a great way of putting it. That's like like looking for someone that's better than you and is like also cool about. It yeah, is like yeah. It's 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 a tough thing to find. Yeah. Are you how old of a guy are you? Funny way to ask it. I'm 33. <laughs> I like asking it that uh, way. As a guy, I'm 33. But like, how old of like a of a you know comedian am I? I I'm about 12 yeah. years. Oh, okay. Damn. Do you okay. feel like do you feel any sort of pressure? Because um, you do want a family. Um, age wise. Uh a little. A yeah. little, a little, because um, I want to be able to play basketball with my kids, you know. Yeah. And if I have a kid at forty, um, I don't want him to be better than me when he's twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's about the time you start getting better than your dad, though, isn't it? If I, I had a kid, if I, I had a kid at thirty, <laughs> <laughs> when you were better than my your dad, dad? Yeah, my dad sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy this conversation that we're having now and you making that joke about your dad after we've talked about it and now I have an interest in what your relationship is with your dad but like how oh, much it's so interesting how it's much, very very interesting okay well let me finish this thought real quick and then we could tell me yeah, yeah, you can tell me why you won't sorry, get into I'm it sorry. how much uh, this com- conversation that we're having now matters like like I'm so I'm in now yeah you know not that I wasn't before but before it was just we we're having conversation and when you yeah. start talking about people's lives and wants, mm-hmm. oh god, it's like when you're watching a movie and they could be the funniest actors in the world, but like if there's no relationships with the people and there's no stakes. Mm-hmm. And here I think we hit it. Maybe the coffee just kicked in. But yeah. what's mm-hmm. going on with your dad, man? It was- I'm still it's like I'm constantly trying to process, and I'm also like trying to write about it. Um, so it's more of like a, it's like a, 
I've been like a dad. I was like a daddy's boy growing up. So I'll give you like a clip. I was like growing up. I was like a dad's dad's my favorite. And then now I'm starting to realize that like my dad's in a place that I just am not willing to go to. And so I, you know, you just you put your relationships in the compartments that they need to be in. I can't say that word. Compartmentalize. Yeah, sometimes it's a tough word to say. Compartmentalize. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's where it's at. Well, that's where I'm at. I'm trying to get like you know filter it through my art. I joke about it a lot. It's in my stand up and um. Just for context, the, you have a relationship with your ma. Yeah. Okay. But it's like it's very it's like the same now. I have to use I have to treat them as a unit now. They, because, they're together. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah. They're together. I understand. Sleep in different rooms. They they blame it on the snoring, but they they have a disconnect in their friendship. No, they don't. Hmm. No, they don't blame it on the snoring. They do sleep in separate rooms, and it's like it's just. You know, because the reality is like, it's always kind of sadder than like the the like the like the sleep the spending. Of the... Were you waiting for me? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, I leaned out because I, I didn't want to blow my nose while you were talking. It. Oh yeah, oh they just edit it. That's how podcasts work. <laughs> Do you guys edit though? Edit out breaks? Like I don't that? know. Probably not. You edit? I don't know. No, there's no editing. <laughs> What do you, what about yeah. you? You seem like a dad's a daddy's boy. Well, what, 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 you didn't finish. Yeah, you didn't finish what you're saying with your with your mom, um, and your dad, and their and the dream is you know, and like the family thing. Like that was like a part of like a, the biggest part of why I didn't want to have like a wedding because I knew I wanted to get married to the person that I'm married to, but I didn't really want to have a big wedding because I didn't want to deal with the family part of it because the family part of it to me has always just been drama, mm. and so I'm resigned to the fact that it's just always going to be drama, and so. What you you said sleep in separate rooms, blame it on the snoring. Do you have uh, are your parents? Do you have firsthand experience with that, or you just, no? Okay. No, I just I I I, uh, I know that when people sleep in separate rooms, I know that a lot of times, especially if people have been married for a while, they stay married, whether it's for logistics or or for their own beliefs. Yeah, yeah. But um, generally, if 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 all else would imply a divorce, and they don't, they would at least sleep in separate rooms. I know people like that. Yeah. And yeah. And there's a, it seems to be a bit of shame in that, in, in uh, one, that we don't have this certain thing that we're, quote unquote, supposed to have with each other, or I think, quote, supposed to have with each other, unquote. I don't know why people quote, unquote, and then don't put it the same. There's nothing in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they have a, a reason. And I think the stock reason is, oh, she snores or he snores. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So I was just. Do you think that's something that should be, they should feel shame for? I guess uh, I've never really thought about that. Should feel shame. Do you think anybody should feel shame for anything? Yes. Give me an example. Uh, murder. Shame. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess if guilt is attached to it. Mm. Shame without guilt, I think is, and I haven't thought this through much, but shame without the without guilt is just a a, a waste. Is just a, a lack of acceptance. I think. I think shame mm. comes from a lack of acceptance. Now, if you murdered somebody, at a certain point, you have to accept that you did it. But yeah, it's still shameful. I, I guess. I I think they're the same thing. I think shame I don't, is just, I don't. I think that I think that you could be ashamed for something that is tied to in, your insecurities based on how other people perceive you. You know, uh, uh, I'm I uh, I have. But if you're, but if your insecurities directly um, cause 
hurt or whatever, or like cause you to feel guilty about hurting somebody else, then I feel like yeah, hurting somebody else. But that, but but having shame where, oh, where yeah. it's having shame on something that is fixable. I mean, for example, you having shame for you know, oh, we sleep in different rooms. Then if yeah, then then no. you either accept it or then get a divorce. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. The shame like, and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's like, that's the arc that, that I went through as a kid of that. Like, I didn't know that my parents didn't sleep in the same room together. And then I came to the realization, like, pretty quickly, um, or as I go, because I move really slow, um, that, like, you know, who gives a fuck? You know, like, they're, like, you get to a point in your life that you get to an age where it's like, man, everybody is just trying to make shit happen and, like, live their life. Yeah. And yeah. if they don't, then they just fucking want to die. And so I'm like, whatever you guys got to fucking do to live, do your fucking thing. But, you know. But what? It's, that's not, but that isn't like a strong familial kind of like mm. joyous thing, which is what I wanted at my wedding and I didn't really get. But like, gotcha. but we had, we got enough of it. That was beautiful. Mm. Yeah, it's still tied to the acceptance on, on all people around. Like you're saying, if, if yeah. this is what it is, then... That variable once you once you accept something, you remove control from it. And yeah. if you know that X people that are coming to the wedding have this dynamic, that's a fixed cost already. So yeah. just it's it's all the but perception. It was, of it. it was like literally just my parents. And like, you know, them like they're not just like two people. Like, you know, I didn't invite a bunch of people that I knew in my family were gonna be drama, it's like cousins and shit. But you know, these aren't just like cousins, these are like your parents. Right. And you want your parents to be like your parents. But I would but think I that has less to do yeah. with the acceptance of what they, the energy they bring to your wedding and more of just the dynamic with the relationship with them, you know, because they could have not come and that wouldn't have been better. <laughs> yeah. You would rather they didn't um, come. That's what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. like I had my, my sister there, but I have my sister who's like the greatest person in the world. So it's, it didn't really matter because I got, she exudes so much love and family that like, it kind of makes up for everything else. Um, so yeah, hmm. I mean, it would have fucked, it would have sucked for them. I mean, I'm sure they would have been, they would have had a way bigger problem than me about it. I, uh, yeah. You, you, he brings this up a lot about, I, I didn't notice your parents like affecting your wedding one way or the other. They seemed like, no, no, they didn't. And they were really, fine. really great. But like the brunt of, they were great because of like the brunt of it was that like they only had enough they only have like people only have so much uh energy to put out there whether whether it be love or so like or like socializing or whatever and i think that my wedding and our wedding and like the way that it was and the family stuff and like the cultural differences on like different on hell of different levels because there's like the immigrant level, but then there's also like the, con- they're like conservative immigrants. So there's like the conservative level and the immigrant level and then everything in between and like not really being able to like loosen up ever around that kind of vibe um, is the thing that is like what the only thing that I think that only I could feel because I'm there, you know. Gotcha. Son. Yeah. Did I do, am I, did I get way too high before the, the <laughs> recording? No. I understand what you're saying. I th- that everyone's going to have that, uh, that, uh, experience at the inferno. <laughs> what uh, do you? You're an ambitious guy, Rick. You uh, you're 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 chasing <laughs> it. You came here from Cleveland. You're uh, you're successful. You're working. You're trying to stay busy. Um, do you, <laughs> do you worry? Do you worry that has an effect on uh, your relationships and trying to 
have a wife or get married, or do you think it's all maybe? I, maybe a I'm big ignorant to it, but no, I don't. I'm not worried about because of that. That's never. That's never something you thought. Where okay, I'll put that on the back burner while I focus on stand up and acting. Correct. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think that uh, you have time in your life for relationships, um, and timing matters. What type of relationship you know matters if if I meet somebody that's great, but you know wants to be with me uh, a lot of nights a week then that might be tough if like I have to go do shows but at the same time I'll be back in an hour you know <laughs> yeah like yeah. just relax yeah it's work yeah yeah um sure. so no i mean i have friends yeah you know you have to make time for people that you want yeah. to make time I for i agree with you uh, i oh. i do i know people feel differently though about it sometimes but i guess those are younger people Often. Do you do you think about your wedding specific? Like, do you ever think about what your wedding would look like? No, okay. no. I think about I think about um, like connection. I think about what what the what the what the what the wife, the girlfriend, the the yeah. partner, uh, what that would literally feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, that support system and and being able to support. I think about that a lot. I want to get a dog. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Being there for someone is like a really, really good feeling. Yeah. And yeah, I like it. Yeah. You want to get a dog right now or you want to get a dog with a girl? Both. Unrelated. I want to get a, I, I, I just, I yeah. want to, I, I want to give, I want to give, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and if that just means picking up, you know, picking up my girlfriend's shit, you know, or taking her for a walk, <laughs> that's fine. Or if it means petting my dog and, you know, giving him, you know, fucking my dog uh-huh then you know is that a funny joke i didn't like the hard f on that well i was making a flip and it wasn't strong enough of a structure i don't think you screwed the pooch on it rick Lad- there oh, it is a little sick. good oh, great really sick. great that was a really awkward interchange but i liked it i would just shake his like, hand but i've been blowing but my you nose tell, but you could tell but you, you could tell that you guys are both very very talented comedic actors because it looked it looked fake real but i knew i could tell it was real i think it was both i think it was both they they went in, they did that hand going for the handshake but do you Rick's s- sick so he went with the pound and it was a very they went back it was awkward Rick is sick um you think that I'm a funny comedic actor is that because of you watching the sixth lead that is www.thesixthlead.com t h e s i x t h l e a d dot com I love this show this is a web series based on Undateable and Rick's character in Undateable and the actor outside of it it's sort of a curb your enthusiasm it's a web series NBC produced um the 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 show the, the uh, doozer Bill Bill Lawrence who produces the show of Undateable he produced doozer Doozer is the name of their company. Yeah, oh, okay. they, did, they did Scrubs and, and I see, sure. And, uh, and are there, are there, I guess the show's over, so there's not more six lead coming. Correct. Yeah, it was just a, it was a, an anthology. I was the sixth lead of this television show. I made a yeah. web series about wanting to get more lines, and I had access to the Warner Brothers lot in the writers' room in the sound stage. So I said, "Hey, do you, could you give me a couple of cameras? I have this idea." I yeah, love, yeah, I love that. Um, it sounds like the comeback too, Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, the comeback. yeah. I love a little better. That. Comeback's great though, but this, I knocked this out of the park. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. I can't oversell this. I knocked it out of the fucking park. It is funny. Yeah. I watched it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, you asked me to be in it, but I was busy. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I really wanted to do it. Which uh, talk, you, talk about shame. I'm sure looking back, <laughs> you're. Well, there's no guilt there that I've accepted. Right. And you got to be in the white man can't re- can't jump reboot. I would love you, to be in it. The only yeah. problem is, I guess I could just try not to jump as high. Yeah, I could just do that. I can could you just, dunk? 
You can't dunk, can't you? I mean, you uh, have he, to dunk for the role, but you got to pretend not to dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Until the end. So yeah, I could, I could end. hold out on not dunking until the end. That won't be a problem, but yeah, I could dunk. <laughs> but, but it's gotta be better because at the end of the original, it was like a lob and it was like, you know, I it's could, like, it's I could a, drop step dunk, baby. I mean, you whatever you need for me. Somebody. You got at the end of this one, at the reboot, Done. like, you know, fail culture and like fucking Great. Done. world star, all this stuff. You got to dunk on yeah. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And then flex. Absolutely. A little bit. A little just bit. like sl- slow motion, like pound your chest thing. That's well, I think they would just have to shoot that in like, you know, a thousand frames per Regular. second. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a different oh. shot. Yeah. How, how tall are you? Six, four? Six, three. Six, three. S- under six, three, but closer to six, three than six, two and a half. I see. Thank you. Six, three and three quarters. That would be six, two and three quarters. That's what I meant to say. Okay. That's what I meant to say. Okay. I know I didn't say it. <laughs> you know, Freud said nobody meant to say anything or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You got hops. Well, thanks, Rick. Oh. <laughs> uh, what do you want to plug? What are you? Are you, well, you really did record with Blake Griffin, and I do want to hear that. You should bring it to Forever Dog. You ever think about that? Um, you should soft pitch it to producer Brett over here once we're done. Oh, we're not making a podcast anymore. We did three of them. But you got to get it out to those people. I don't know. Uh, I, I When we started, I, I said, I'm not sure if we're going to post these. And he said, that's fine. So it's at the place to where I would want to ask him first. Uh-huh. And and like, you know, what am I, just post like a. Le- I thought maybe I, what I would do is uh, on my podcast, like talk about it at some point. Maybe you had him on if I had him on as a guest or something and and say, you know, next week we'll we'll play a clip from, you know. Right, right, right. Back when back when you and I were friends and yeah, stuff. And that's what's up. And that's what's up. He's I saw him at a. I saw him at a bar once. It was so funny. It was like that. Um, it was a Sunday brunch bar in Santa Monica, the really swanky hotel. Okay. Um, and he's and we were. I was there with my wife, then girlfriend, and he comes walking by, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, Blake? Hey, what's up, Blake Griffin?" And he came by and said that. He was walking by. And I, I yeah, said yeah, that yeah. to him. I said, "Hey, what's up, Blake Griffin?" And um, and he didn't say anything. He just walked by me, and I was like, "Oh man, he didn't say anything." And my wife's like. You barely whispered that, out loud. <laughs> like you barely, like you barely said it. Funny, and yeah, yeah. He's, he, a, he's so funny. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's he what is. I to talk he really about. is. Yeah. He's super funny because you told me that, and I never really believed it. And I always sort of was annoyed with his performances in some of his commercials. But mm. then you very emphatically told me that he is, and I've heard it from a lot yeah. of other people. So funny. Yeah, comedian. He's a comedian, and he's going to be working for a long time, long after basketball. Yeah. Has he does small stuff yet? on the court. Like during games, uh-huh. he does small stuff on the court that are so funny. Uh-huh. That are like only basketball. Like, I don't know. I he first, really I first found out about him as a, a that he's funny. year, Maybe his second year in the league, Ben Glebe did these, these series of videos on MySpace. Have you seen these? No, I know. I like oh. Ben Glebe. Uh, yeah, well, he was just interviewing Blake. And they did like the walk and talk and stuff in the kitchen and and just playing basketball outside in the driveway. Yeah. And it, it was so funny. Yeah. It was really so funny. funny. Huh. And um yeah, I just I met him at Just for Laughs in Montreal a couple couple years ago. He was hosting the midnight show for that week and I had done that a couple times. And um you just he's it's interesting. He's got like uh, an insecurity that everybody has. We you know, just everybody has insecurities. Mm-hmm. But at certain people, whether it be at their status or the, or the situation they're in, um, especially when you look at people that look like superheroes. I mean, his sh- he just he's hot. You know, he's just he fills yeah. out these huge sweaters and he's good hair yeah. and he's cool as shit. And it's like yeah. you don't think you would 
he, you would think that you would hide them or not be as on the sleeve of them. And he talks about them in such a confident, charming way. Yeah. Like you think, you think I look, uh, I did yeah. a podcast when I did the podcast, one of them with him, my grandma was like, had to come in for a segment of it. Uh-huh. And we we're talking about, you know, b- guys and, and, and looks. And my grandma said, I don't, basketball players aren't, I don't think basketball players are usually generally very handsome. And then Blake's like, oh, geez, Grandma, you know? And she goes, no, you're very cute. You remind me of Danny, Daniel, which no one knows who Daniel is on this podcast, but that's right. my cousin, you know, her, one of her grandkids. Uh-huh. And he's just way, he was like, he wasn't truly affected. He was joking, but just like the, well, I mean, like, what do you like? Like, what do you think? Yeah. Like, like I have good, you know, I'm tall. I'm, and yeah. it was just like, it's kind of real. And he makes jokes about it the way you're supposed to, the way you're yeah. supposed to acknowledge things confidently right. once you've accepted them. And it's yeah. just like, whoa, dude, you're 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 killing with my grandma right now. Right. Yeah. You know, stop. Yeah. That's good to hear. I think comedian, I think comedian just got to be on. He's a comedian because he's on his own wavelength. Like, I don't I sure. feel like there's, you know, like I, he's so funny. Yeah, man. He's so cool. You know, Blake, and if you he listen to this, he, you know, he responds yeah. to my text, but he doesn't text me first. <laughs> I, come on, man. You know, I, come, you know, in a little bit, in a little bit. Yeah, I, think I tweeted I, at him once and he faved it. He didn't tweet back and he didn't follow, but he faved it, which I was like, I posted that to Instagram. I was he's like, so cool, dude. Yeah. He looks so good and he wears sweaters too. It's hard to fill <laughs> out a sweater, man. I know. Yeah, the without it being a tight me. sweater. I mean, just like oh, that's the right fit and like it's taut. You know. You mean like shoulder wise? You, you need the shoulders. The for it? That's an East yeah. Coast thing. I'm like, fuck. I just, you know, yeah. To fit the shoulders and the arms, and then to, at the wrist to not be too tight. Like it's like there's still some room there. It's like, oh, that's the right size sweater. But it looks yeah. like you're wearing a bodysuit underneath it. But no, that's just your body, dude. <laughs> dude now and that's and you, what's up. Now that's, that's what's, what's up. up. He's so hot. He fills that sweater. Yeah, dude, we should, just have, we should have a podcast about dudes who just fill out sweaters like that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be li- you'd be limited. Yeah. Rick, yeah. well, I don't know how limited it would be. You could just do a guy and uh, pick a sweater and pick a guy. There's not that many guys can fill out a sweater like Blake Griffin. I promise you. I don't want to make him. I don't like making frivolous promises. I mean, I'm not going to promise you. He can fill you. out a sweater like LeBron. Let's be he real. He can fill but out a sweater what? better than LeBron. LeBron. No fucking way. No. LeBron's back. Have you seen LeBron's back? I've seen LeBron's <laughs> back. <laughs> I have to press pause every home game. Yeah, I've seen serious? his back. No. LeBron LeBron is maybe even wider. LeBron's body is literally if I were to draw a, a body for basketball, I couldn't right. do better than him. No. Both because I'm not the best body drawer, no. but also his body's perfect for it. <laughs> but Blake, Blake is is also big. Like LeBron's cut and strong yeah. and wide in a way that is pr- probably better for basketball. Have you, have you met LeBron? I played against him in high school. Oh, wow. really? I played against him in high school, and he was. Uh, it was uh, the the Lakers were in town and playing the Cavs the next day. So Shaq and Ron Harper came to the game. There were they played at this, the Canton Fieldhouse at that time because he was a junior, I was a senior. So, so thousands of people came to this game. Right? <laughs> oh my god! He just was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. So I remember. I, that. I went all over town by, finding one because I wanted one that didn't have a sticker on it with the address and that wasn't wrinkled. Uh-huh. So I went yeah. all over the place finding it and brought it to the game as if during the. After the game, when you shake hands, <laughs> you were gonna. Have I was gonna be like, "Should we sign this?" Right. So I, of course, didn't bring so it. Cute. The shaking the hands. Yeah. That is cute. But uh, years later, I have a picture of, of the two of us um, when uh, uh, at the foul line, and I'm like right right across from him. And uh, a friend of mine brought me to a Cavs game, and there were great seats, and we got to go in the back afterward. And there was this little section roped off where people were waiting to get his autograph, and and I stood in there waiting with that picture. And when I, mean, I tell you, there was 40 people in there, and I was. The only one I was, I, I don't know, I'm young 20s. Everybody else is at the oldest 13. 
you know, so they're up to my nipples at highest waist, a lot of them. And I'm just standing in there. And by the way, and, 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 and he walks by, he signs some autographs, and then he walks by me, and I have this picture. And as he's walking by, like, LeBron, I, we played with each other in high school. And he turns around enough to not make eye contact, but for me to see his profile, and he said, congratulations, and walked away. I wasn't too attached to Santa Claus, but I have to imagine it's like finding out that Santa isn't real and this guy that you love and I have the Sports Illustrated on my wall that I ultimately then took down and I still have them up. Fine. But like, do you understand the vulnerability of asking somebody younger than you for your autograph? I'm six months older than the guy. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there with kids. But yeah, I met him. He looks shit, great. But as a shit talker, but as a shit talker you have to. Like, that's, well, yeah, it's, oh, it's, you know, he's, no, a, he's course, literally a king. Not. But that happened with me with Cedric Zabalos, though. My God, I went to Cedric Zabalos' basketball camp, and and I was like, oh man, he was a dick to me. <laughs> but it was Cedric Zabalos, and then it was fine. Um, that's incredible. That's a good that story. That's so good. Oh, yeah, nice. You should you should start your. That's what's up. It's ready to go. It's funny. Yeah, you should um, do it with LeBron next year when he's in LA and he's in Spring Hill, and you guys can do it. Dude, I'm sorry. I was thinking if if Blake and I continue to do this podcast. Like he's got Michael Jordan's phone number. You know what I mean? Wow. Like yeah, yeah. Man, I must have blown it. I think Get I blew on it. <laughs> Get I was on probably it. too much with him. I was probably annoying. Uh, I'm so annoying. I don't see that. Yeah, funny. <laughs> I'm getting better. We I'm, gotta reimburse you for this for this parking and yeah, uh, please. Get yeah, for sure. Away. I'll send it. I'll send it over. I'll bet Mo Dan and yeah. then he'll just and then I'll demo you. Uh, Rick, you got anything you want to say before we go? Thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, having me. I had, I had a really nice time. I think it, I think we stuck the landing. Yeah, yeah. There was a little turbulence getting out, getting off the tarmac. It was fine. Who gives a fuck? We have forty listeners. It's fine. I don't care. I'm just calling them like I see them. There's always a little, you know. Nothing's ever a hundred percent. So that's fine. You'll just edit edit out some of the uh, bad stuff. This podcast should be about eighteen minutes when you're finished editing it. No, uh, we got more than that. We got way more than there's that. There's no way there's more than 18 minutes of like, this is worth being in here. I mean, I've, there's never been a podcast that has, but I'm just saying. It's like a dollar a minute. Pretty yeah, good. it is a dollar a minute now because I That's like I bad. like the 60 second closing. So we got. <laughs> is there anything you did enjoy while being here? I had a great time. I'm just, I, I think that my instincts sometimes are to bust balls. So the choice I'm making, fill in the blank. I could, I could have, instead of gone like, oh, there's only 18 minutes. I could have said, oh, we should do another hour. It's the same. It's the same formula. But I, I, I forget that people don't listen to the formula. They listen to the words. So let me try this again. This was fucking awesome. I would love. I've already paid the $18. Why don't we go, keep going? <laughs> you know, I wish we could, but we're unfortunately out of time for this week. Okay. But thank you well, very much. Me, I'd love you to have me back. Maybe I'll try to take the train or something. This was great. Yeah. It's yeah, cool oh, to yeah, see you doing this at home in a closet. <laughs> it's yeah. good. It's good sound quality in the closet. I get a picture. Um, Rick Glassman, Groomzillas. Thanks, bud. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Rick. Stay, stay on though. When it's over, I want to get a pic, a picture yeah. of you, of you too. Oh yeah, we're gonna we'll do another. That's one. at Rick Glassman, R I C K G L A S S M A N, the sixth lead .com. There is a link for t-shirts and hoodies. I do not sell them anymore. But you know, if enough people, I guess, want them, keep it running for a second. Are the Glassman boppers still out there? They out there. They never left, baby. This is Rick Glassman signing off saying, thank you, Nebraska. Well, there you have it. That's Ricky Glassman. What do you say to that, Eric? What a talk that was, huh? What a talk that was. And what I, I love that LeBron story. I never knew that. Oh, I love LeBron so much. Oh. I can't wait. I'm just, I can't wait till he's in LA. Ugh. Speaking of King James. Yeah. That royal wedding. 
Oh, yeah. It's coming up. It's coming up as of this episode drop. It is just over two weeks away. 19 May, 6 a.m. on the West Coast, 9 a.m. East Coast. Get your live streams ready. We'll be live streaming it. We've been live streaming it for you, ain't we? <laughs> we can live streaming it. We're gonna live streaming it oh, for you. Oh, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be time, isn't it? It's gonna be a good time. Oh my god. It's gonna be a real good time. It's gonna be a really re- that's a Vinny, that's a little Vinny Jones for you. I I don't I don't know where to find the live stream. I You've don't- got See you there, you're pissing your pants. You're like, oh, oh, the royal wedding, it's only 14 days away, and I'm here, me, saying, oi, don't piss your pants, boy. Oi. We're going to get you ready, yeah? Ready for the wedding, ready, steady, here we go, Dan. We're going to get you ready, ready, steady, and be, make sure you're there with us one week from tomorrow, from this episode dropping, 19 May, 6 a.m. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to live stream it, we're going to be having champagne, we're going to be celebrating, we're going to be... Being catty, we're going to be being judgmental. We're going to be supportive, and we're going to be loving, and and and, and we're going to be the Groomzillas. Um, one thing I want to say before we go, What's Eric, that, Dan? there's only two more weeks uh, leading up to this thing, which means we're getting down to the nitty gritty as far as the Royal Rundown goes. Which means maybe next week, maybe the week after that, we're going to do a deep dive on your lady die. We're gonna we're gonna explore that whole wedding that was to Prince Charles because guess what? That's one of the most Biggest biggest television audiences in history for that big old thing, and I know, uh, and I know you were there. Um, uh, I was there, and um, and I think a, a large part of me is always going to be there. I'm, I, you know, anytime. It, yeah, well, we don't have to talk about anytime it anybody brings that up, it, it puts me right there. I know, I know, and we don't have to get into it now. I don't want to get you too emotional. Yeah, take a minute. Take a minute. Thanks, Dan. I love you, bye. I love you, bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.